And good afternoon, everybody. It is Tom Chenault. It's the Network Marketing Leadership Show with my little boy, Adrian. And we have got a heck of a show for you today. I am very, very pumped up. You guys are going to love this Patrick Mazur. I found him on Clubhouse. And every time I was in a room, people were throwing, you know, they, they got their stages in, in Clubhouse. So you're on the stage and you're feeling like a mucky muck. And then here comes some hotshot and you find yourself getting tossed down in the audience because you're just like a nobody. And like six times in a row, I'm like not even in the audience. They kicked me completely off a of Clubhouse because this guy was such a big deal. So I said, if that guy's that big a deal, we've got to get him on the show. So we've got him today. But before we go there, I have to tell you what happened this weekend because Eric Warre, his wife put on just the most amazing event I have ever been into inside or outside of network marketing. 170,000 people registered for this deal. A giant, giant crowd all getting beamed in and out of that facility that she built in 70 days in Las Vegas, Nevada, from an empty building to a state-of-the-art production facility rivaled by nobody on a par with Tony Robbins, Grant Cardone, all the hot shots. And I am telling you, she did the most amazing job. It was surreal. From the minute we got there until the moment we left, it was first class. It was organized. She and Ad, uh, Adrian, she and Eric were absolute 100% total class. And those of you that missed it, missed it. And I can't imagine that you missed it because it was free. It was unbelievable. They are going to do GoPro. And I I'll tell you what, that is going to be, they're going to try to beat this. And I just don't know how that's even possible. They had Gwyneth Paltrow. They had Elisa Nichols. They had, um, Kate Hudson, they had incredible, incredible content, leaders in network marketing at a level you wouldn't believe. They were all women. There were only five men on the stage the entire time, uh, and of which I was there about 20 seconds, but it was primarily absolutely all about the women, and they did a phenomenal job. And I just want to give them a shout out one more time. All of you need to just it's kind of like Amway in the old days. You know, everybody's got a story about Amway because every Amway's been around forever. Everybody's been pitched on Amway. Everybody went for dinner and had circles for dessert. So most of us have a little story in the back of our mind about that company. Well, I'll tell you what, we owe them a debt of gratitude because they fought battles that if they hadn't fought, none of us would be in this business today. And I believe it to be the same way about Eric and Marina. They are true pioneers. Who, who lead with their chin, and I love them. So let's get this show on the road. How are you, Adrian Chenault? I am great. GoPro Network Marketing, uh, Most Powerful Women in Network Marketing was amazing, and this show is going to be amazing. I'm excited about it. Oh, he's cool. He's a cool guy. Uh, obviously, big, big, big resume in network marketing on the training front, on the integrity front, on a good professional human being front. And I'm dying to hear him take it away. So Patrick, how are you today? And I'm, I'm living the dream and uh, excited to be here with the both of you and big fan and uh, excited by uh, your request for me to be on here. And I was texting you, don't forget about me. <laughs> I don't yeah. Well, yeah, that was very, very cute because uh, you know, I am I am a remembering son of a gun. I, I pride myself that I remember you first. So then all of a sudden you're going, this guy's never going to go away. I think I'm going to start paying attention to him. Patrick Mazur was ahead of me. And uh, he, he did. He said, am I in? You told me that you were going to get back with me and you didn't do it. And I love that so much. I, I got another text message from a similar conversation earlier today. And I fell right on the sword because nobody likes to be not remembered. And I don't use the word follow up by design. I think that's a terrible word. The acronym for follow up is bad enough and follow up in itself is a tough thing. I want to be remembered, not followed up upon. And we'll get to that later, but let's get going with you. Who and what on the world are is a guy like you with your track record, collegiate, military, everything you've done doing in network marketing? Man, I, I, I couldn't imagine doing anything else. Honestly, I, uh, I love the industry. Uh, you know, funny enough, you bring up Amway. Uh, my parents did Amway. So, uh, you know, I grew up, you know, seeing 
uh, you know, them do uh, direct sales. They didn't have, you know, massive success. They didn't hit, you know, diamond or any of the big, the big pin levels. Uh, but what it did is, is it really brought a energy into our house, an energy of, you know, possibility and positivity and optimism, you know, things that are really part of the DNA of this industry. So, you know, when I got out of school, I never had a job. I never worked for anybody. I've always, you know, done it on my own, cut grass, wash cars, sold t-shirts, uh, and then, you know, came into network marketing. So you, you, that's really interesting. And you talked about, so your parents did Amway, you, you got a vision of it, but they didn't have huge success. So it wasn't as though it was their success that pulled you into it. Having gone to college, what was it that attracted you to come back and, and plant your flag in this profession right out of, right out of college, Patrick? Well, you know, it, it really came back to the way we get paid. You know, like, you know, as you leave and go into traditional type businesses, uh, you know, there's no residual, there's no back end, there's a one time hit. And, you know, it sort of always came back to that dream of, hey, can you imagine, you know, walking the beaches of the world? And, you know, I think that resonated with me and, you know, just needed to find the right opportunity, just like you need to find the right spouse. And, you know, happened enough, I did find that. And, and, and 20 years later, here I am. That is so cool. And so you, you, you're right out of school. You, what, what was the path from first getting involved in those early years? Like how long did it take you to really start getting momentum and, and start seeing success in that business for you? You know, so, uh, you know, great question. So I, I, when I first got involved in, 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 in network marketing, uh, I was still working other businesses to pay for my network marketing business meaning I was full-time network marketing, moonlighting and other things to pay for gas, tolls, rent, you know what I mean? The, the, the coffee that you need for the meetings. Uh, but that's what I did. And I probably did that for a solid two years where I, I did network marketing full-time. So if you ask me what I was doing, full-time network marketer, but you know, the, uh, how I made money wasn't in the compensation plan. I had, you know, a, a very poor set of skills coming into this. So although I had, you know, grandiose ideas of getting rich, uh, I didn't have a skill set to match those ideas. So I had, to, you know, I had to, you know, as I look at a doctor who takes eight years to become a medical doctor or four years to become a lawyer, I, I just came in with the same mindset of like, hey, it's going to take me a couple of years just to, you know, be in a position to start making money. You know what I mean? To yeah. actually get, get to a spot where now I can start getting paid for what I'm what I'm doing here. That's awesome. And so you number one you had the mindset that you knew it you know you knew it took time you figured out some things on the side and man you must you know now seeing lyft and uber and all oh, the, you're reading my mind you're, it, like, you're reading my mind like it, your life would have been so much oh, easier trying, it. like it was hard to cobble it together back then man you you you're reading my mind i mean i look at people today and i'm thinking to myself I would be, you know, walk out of that that opportunity meeting. I'd have put my Uber Uber light on, and I'd have done that all night, and you know, slept a couple hours, and then I'd have been prospecting the whole time, and I'd have stuff on my car, and call me if you're looking for other ways of making money, and you know, I'd have, that would have, yeah, you're 100 right. That would have been exactly what I would have done. What's the name of that Uber book you wrote? Uh, so if you go to gig interviewer.com. I'll have Jason throw it up on the screen. Yeah. Yeah. So if you're an Uber driver, if you're a network marketer and an Uber driver, I mean, and you should talk about this. You hit, he always said, we go, Tom, you're making all this money in network marketing. What, you know, what do you want to do next? And he goes, I think I might move to New York city and become a taxi driver. I want to, that's <laughs> what I think it is like an interrogation booth. I mean, who wouldn't want to be have a captive audience in your backseat and, you know, drive a nice car. I mean, I, we have a, a P100D Tesla, which mm -hmm. is bad to the bone. And my wife is so afraid somebody's going to puke in it. She won't let me do it. But I would love nothing more than just to, with my days of insomnia in the middle of the night, just hop, fire that baby up, hit that button and go drive Uber for a few hours. And yeah. not because I need the money, because I want to meet the people and hear the stories and map them. That's where it all comes from. And, uh, you know, some of my most successful people that I've been in business with over the years have, have been from that world. And when I want to show people how to interview people, 
I call Uber and we take a ride out to my house, which is about 20 minutes from here. Mm -hmm. I, I interrogate the Uber driver all the way there. And then when we get there, we jump out, we have a nice tea at my house. And then we come back and I interrogate another one. And by the time we get back, they're trained because I'm, tr I'm just like Patrick. Right. I am into learning about people finding out what they want to buy, find out what they don't want to buy and come back to them and sell them what they said they want to buy. That's what you've got a doctorate in, right? Amen. It's so funny you say that. Uh, my number one rep in New York City was a cab driver. Yeah. New York City cab driver, MD Raman. I'm talking to people in suits. I should have been talking to cab drivers. Yeah. yeah he, was, he was the hung, hungry immigrant. You know, the one that, you know, half of them are like medical doctors that left it all be. I mean, it's unbelievable the talent and the brains yeah, that, are, sure. that have moved here to work the hardest jobs imaginable to make a new life. I mean, it's incredible, isn't it? You know, Adrian, it's funny. If I don't understand you on the phone, I go see you immediately. So if <laughs> I can't, if I don't know what you're saying, then you're, you're who I'm looking for, you know, because I want the hungry immigrant because they still have the American dream. They came here for the American dream. This guy didn't even have his have his bags unpacked, and uh, and and when we found him, and you know, we hit the top position in the company. I've never had anyone do it in three years. He did it in three years. I was I didn't do it in three. He did it in three years, and I did a whole meeting at his house, and you know, my heart hurt that people had to live like that. You know what I'm saying? Because you forget, you know, your college days, and you know, and and, and you know, New York's expensive as it is, uh, and now today he lives in Sydney, Australia, and he has a pool in his house. Oh, he's a pool in his house. He's oh, in his house. A great story. Yeah. yeah. Where else does the great American dream actually exist? I mean, to be able to go from rags to riches right. without that startup capital. I noticed in your bio, you're an angel investor because people need money to start businesses these days, except in network marketing where they can cobble enough of money to put together. It's usually got a money back guarantee. They can find a guy like patrickmazer.com, go to his website, see his skill sets, jump in the foxhole with them, and all of a sudden they're off to the races and they haven't spent their life savings. They aren't completely out of money. They aren't completely worn out. Their spouse doesn't hate them for putting everything at risk. You can do this, you guys, and there's no doubt in my mind. You just got to hang on and hook on to somebody like a Patrick, somebody that's been around the track that knows their way back. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to take a break on Genesis Communication Network. God bless Ted Anderson for putting us on the radio all these years, long, over a decade that he's put us up out of the kindness of his heart all over the world to spread our message of hope to people that are pretty much hopeless. We'll be back right after this. Stick around. Hello. Hold, hold on. So I'm pulling this up right now. We got there's to, there's an important piece of business that we need to attend to because we, we have some super fans, but there aren't a lot of people that have this level of commitment. So I just pulled it up. It is 2.49 a.m. In Mumbai? In Mumbai, India. And Anand would not miss this show. Every week? Every single week. He is the consummate. I mean, you talk about somebody that is, you know, willing to put in what it takes a student, a giver. I just love you. So Anon, just want to give you a shout out. I, I knew it was the middle of the night, but like that, it doesn't get a lot more <laughs> the middle of the night than that. You are my hero, buddy. And so thank you always for being such a great supporter of this show. We love you to death. Man. And on this COVID, our prayers are going out to your country because no I'm kidding. telling you, you no are, kidding. you guys all have your hands full and you've got Hopefully the United States is helping you with a bunch of uh, vaccinations. I saw that on the news, but we love you, buddy. And if there's anything that Adrian and I can do for you, you let us know. So, yeah. Thank you for saying that. Hmm. All right. So I want to talk about contact mapping a little bit because the, this story and, and just the gig, you know, the, the, the gig interviewer and that piece, I think is a really fun conversation because here's what Patrick did. And I'd love actually for you to unpack it just a little bit, Patrick, is, you know, you jumped in a cab with this guy and you you had to figure out what was going on for him that led to this conversation that led to him, you know, catching on fire and becoming this super success. How did that conversation happen that, that took you on that journey together? 
So I, he was brought to me by somebody else. So I didn't have the pleasure of, of personally recruiting. It came through uh, somebody in the team. Uh, but the, the point that uh, maybe of the story for me was to see the desire for people that come to this country and, and to really, you know, see that they came here to win. You know, they, he didn't come here for to drive a cab or push a broom or clean a dish. He came here to own businesses. And what Tom mentioned earlier is capital. You know, you, you want to fall in love with network marketing, go start a business. <laughs> That's the yeah. I, I tell people, yeah, you need to go start a business, get punched around for a couple of years, lose <laughs> everything you own, then come on back and see us. And then you'll really appreciate what you got your hands on. Because, that is a great uh, line. That is so know, I fall back in love with network marketing. I have multiple businesses that I do. And, uh, you know, it's all capital intensive. It's all, you know, employee turnover. I mean, you, you know, you guys know the headaches and, and the list goes on. You know, here it's like, oh, wait, we got a software update. I didn't have to pay for that. Oh, we opened a new country. Wonderful. You know, wow, we got another service, $20 million I didn't have to give. And all I have to do is talk to people like, yeah, I'm in. Yeah, you're right. There's uh, you, the, for, when you hear that as an uninitiated business owner and you go, oh, yeah, whatever inventory. Oh, yeah, whatever this or that. And then you <laughs> then you're actually the one having to deal with that stuff. And you you have a much deeper appreciation for the fact that that's somebody else's problem. Adrian, you're, you're right on. Look, the, the only people that think business ownership is glamorous are people that don't own one. <laughs> that, that, that's the only one that's fantasizing it to be, oh, it's great, all right. You know what I mean? I'm doing all the work. I'm taking all the risk. I got all the situations and problems. And, you know, and, and you know, again, they're not getting wealthy. In most cases, they're buying a job. I mean, at the end of the day, a lot of people aren't, you know, just because you own a business doesn't mean financial freedom. It usually means, you know, you're paying your bills. You're, you're spot on. So we're going to do a quick plug. Go to contactmapping.com slash free. We're the sponsor of the show, and we are going to come back to the big radio right now. And we're back. It is Tom Chenault. It is the Network Marketing Leadership Show with Adrian Chenault and Patrick Mazur. And I want to go down another rabbit hole called professionalism. And Patrick comes from a company that he's been with for a very, very long time who have a standard of professionalism among their reps and among their teams that is absolutely like no other. I mean, it's almost like IBM in the early years where those guys had the exact same perfectly pressed shirt, shine shoes, the whole shot. And I see a level of professionalism that kind of disappeared over the years coming back and you never left. And I just want you to talk about being a professional network marketer and taking this business as serious as it is and why you have embraced that your whole career because you're one class act. You've got high integrity, high values, really a strong moral code inside of your business and your life. And I, I love that. And so talk about that a little bit if you don't mind. You know, it's funny. Uh, I, I never did a presentation without a suit when I started. I mean, I always outdressed everyone and I made sure of that. And, and, and the reason I did that is because I did want to bring a professional look to what we do and that this is, you know, a highly respected industry. Uh, and so, you know, up until probably, you know, prior to 2018, I wore a tie any event that I ever did. You know, it wasn't until 2019 that I actually get rid of the tie. I mean, and that, and to me, like that was like, oh my, we're getting rid of our ties. Like, oh, how, what's what's happening right now? Uh, but the reason for that, because again, I wanted you know people treat you you know the way you show up, and you know, do you want to do business with a guy in a in a t-shirt and or jeans, or you want to do business with somebody that you know is coming and looking the part, you know? And and I just always really uh, follow the lead, if you will, the people in front of me. And that was culture, you know, they really, really exemplified, uh, you know, looking good all the time. And to your point, Tom, you know, it, you know, if you're making money, tell your shoes. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like little things that we can we can do as, as professionals, like, you know, wash your car, you know, make sure your shoes are clean. Every woman in town is looking at your shoes and your, in, your, in your fingernails. So, guys, if you're watching this, I just want to let you in on a secret. They're the two things you're looking at right now. That is so not that <laughs> no wonder I make such a bad impression. Not even, <laughs> not even that wristwatch he's got on, but he's a hundred percent right. I'll never forget. 
I went out. Everybody said, Tom, you're dressed like a dope. You've got to buy a suit. Get a good suit. So I go down to this store called Andreessen Morton, and I thought the suit was going to be about 300 bucks, and it was like 2,500, and I'm already gagging. So then they said, you need a tie. So I go over to the tie, and the tie was like 200 bucks, and I am literally choking to death before I even put the tie on. So then they go, you're going to need a pair, of, a pair of shoes. So, you know, I've never paid more than like 20 bucks for a pair of shoes in my life. They were usually used. So I said, okay, I'll take those right there. And I'll never forget. They were $900 shoes back when that's like $3,000 pair of shoes right now. Mm-hmm. And I, 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 my ego was so big. I could not say I'm not buying these shoes and I bought them. And over the years, more people complimented me on those shoes than anything else. People that understood those shoes, which I still don't, were flipped out. So he hit the nail on the head. I haven't gotten quite to the uh, manicure pedicure deal yet, but I will tell you one thing right now. I know for a fact he's right about the shoes. So that's pretty cool. You, uh, I, I wouldn't know, go that far about the manicure pedicure now that you have granddaughters. Oh yeah, for sure. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's nuts. So let me ask you one more thing. You're still doing even though you guys have embraced high tech a lot, but not all, you guys are still doing face-to-face meetings and the same old stuff that made you successful over the last 20 years, right? Man, I'll tell you, uh, I've done home meetings and uh, I track them, I book them, I coach them. You know, that's the DNA of our team, you know, is is home meetings, uh, private business receptions, uh, you know, PBRs, as you probably heard. Uh, pandemic hits. Uh, I could not have asked God for what we're experiencing right now. My mind wasn't big enough. If God would have came to me in 2019 and said, what is your one wish in your business? I wouldn't have the mental capacity to say, I want to be omnipresent. I want to be everywhere without leaving where I'm at. And now today, what would have took a 10 year natural evolution of people moving into Zoom and other type formats took 10 weeks. And, uh, you know, countries that I never wanted to build because, you know, I was flew to uh, Korea twice in 2019. You know, Tom, you've been on the road. I mean, it, it, you know, you're flying over millions of people to go talk to people. So yeah. I've never been that mind. I've always, you know, lived in one city, worked the city, go to another city, work the city. And people would say, my cousin wants to do it. He lives four states over. No, we're not going to recruit your cousin. We're going to recruit your neighbor. <laughs> you know, we yeah. want to recruit everybody in the zip code. Uh, and so today, you know, we completely transitioned onto online and, uh, you know, I'm like a, a new school guy. I mean, it, it's, it's like gave me a rebirth. Like I knew I was going to die in a living room somewhere. Uh, eventually that was pretty much, you know, and I made a lot of money and I'm okay. And I'm sure there's a Rolls Royce outside and my driver waiting for me to, you know, take me to the, you know, the funeral home. But the point that I'm making, I accepted that's the way I was going to go. And now today with this technology, it's been it's been uh, over the top. All right, let's take another break. This is a long break, but then it's a long segment right on the other side. We got Patrick Mazer next week, founder of Lone Star Steakhouse. Alan Newell stepped out of that to do network marketing at a major league level. You're going to love him. We'll come back right after this. And we're back. All right. So, Patrick, I want to talk a little bit about relationship building and maybe specifically what you have learned about still building authentic relationship as you have made this big shift into virtual over the last couple of years. What's been the biggest thing that has allowed you to be successful uh, continuing to build relationships, even as that virtual shift has happened? Spending time with people. You know what I mean? That's, uh, you know, that's pretty much the the secret in my experience is you got to spend time with them. You know, look, in the old days, we were able to meet them and you know, have a cup of coffee and, you know, do the things that we've all done to, to build that relationship. Uh, you know, those days aren't here today. Uh, so I've created as many online experiences as I can to continue to stay in, in, in front of those individuals and stay relevant with those individuals and, you know, do some things that, you know, that can bring value to them. Uh, and, you know, not everybody's ready to say yes to network marketing and I'm sure we've all had the stories. I followed up with people for many, many years. I can tell you multiple stories of people I followed up for more than five years uh, that ended up becoming top performers in the company. So, you know, it's, it's, it's something that, again, I think we all continue to go do uh, a little different today than in the past. What I love now is like, I'm, I don't take phone calls. I do Zoom calls. 
So if Tom reached out to me, I'm like, bro, it's you know, 2019 stuff. Let's get on a Zoom. You know what I mean? Why aren't we looking at each other? Why are you know, why are we why are we face to face here? You know, this is craziness. Oh, you yeah, that's because I'm ugly. And I'm yeah, <laughs> I'm so I want to I'm like in a tux right now. If you saw if we did that, where but that's exciting and tell him your Facebook trick. <laughs> oh God. It is so fun because and no one you know, no one will do this. No, I, I train it all the time, but nobody will do it. If your green light's on, it's pretty, it's likely I'm going to hit the button because it says you're available, which you just turned your green light on. I hit it and these people flip out, man. They cannot believe their phone and that video camera has never rung in their life on Facebook. So they don't even know they're answering me. And it is so funny to watch it because it's adorable. And uh, yeah, you're right. You're a hundred percent right. I, uh, I actually am an unabashed dialer of anything just for effect because everybody's waiting for the right time. And I have got such a deep spiritual belief that the second I think of you, I'm supposed to call you that I hit send right then. And if you don't like it, don't answer. That's that simple. So that's I love that. It's 100% true. God's got I, a great waker upper. Yeah, I love that. I, you know, hey, look, you, you've attacked the phone for many, many years. I mean, that's just part of our, you know, part of our DNA. If your phone's not in your ear, you're not making any money. Yeah, that's exactly right. And it's just, it's so, you know, I think to your point that, you know, you got to create that connection. And if you, if you're not able to get belly to belly with somebody at a meeting or in a coffee shop or whatever it is, you got to find, you know, you got to get their attention, you got to be able to build, they got to be able to feel you. And, you know, depending on how good you are on the phone, you may be able to do that on the phone, but it's, there's so much more that you can do when you get that, you know, that video to video even, and at least you, you know, you can tell if they're paying attention, they can feel your energy. It just, it really changes things, doesn't it, Patrick? It's, it's a, it's look, it's, it's something where I think of people like Dexter Yeager that never experienced it. Yeah. I mean, could you imagine I mean, they prided themselves wearing cars out. You know what I mean? Five and six nights a week. I mean, we all uh, we listened to the audios, we read the books, and you know, to think that he never got a chance. Now today, internet connection, a laptop or some sort of computer and a cell phone. You don't even need a car. You don't even need to right? I mean, we used to have to buy a nice car so we could show up to show people that hey, look, it worked. Look at my car. You know what I mean? They don't give you those cars for free. Now today, it's like you know, you, you can you can literally go to the top of any company that you could never in the past with internet, a computer, and a cell phone. Yeah, it's crazy. I pull up in my nice, beautiful Tesla to the meeting. I walk in the door, and the first time those kids say to me is, is that an iPhone 12? <laughs> they don't care about the car. Isn't that crazy? How cool your phone is. Right. And that's exactly right. So you got to roll with the punches. Back to you, buddy. Yeah, I, I just, I love that. And I, you know, Patrick talked about looking after the traditions over a long period of time. And that's an incredible, you got to have a tool to do that. And that's contact mapping. So go check that out, contactmapping.com slash free. Coming right back. Is that background noise out? Have you got background noise at your house? Yeah, probably. Mm -hmm. Okay, that's just so long as that we don't care. Just so long as it's not us. All right, we are back. It is Tom Chanel, and it is the Network Marketing Leadership Show. Patrick Mazur. Okay, so we're going to take this guy playing like he, you know, so many of you are brand new, trying to figure out what you're going to do in network marketing, and whether or not you can even do network marketing. What do you say to that person that you call on the phone or that calls you, Patrick, that is absolutely clueless as how to get started? What do you do with it? You know, I, I get a book in their hands. You know, I, I feel education is, you know, the secret to success. And, you know, there's so many great tools available today where in the past, I mean, if you gave us, you know, a cassette tape and then it went to DVD and now it's a YouTube link and so many other mediums to get the information. Uh, but I believe in education. And there's uh, I think the more that I can educate somebody especially if they're looking at this as a serious business for their family, they've got to sell themselves first. So and, what's the you know, book? Do you have them read your autobiography or is there I, one you know, I, you know, there's, you know, I could go from, you know, grow pro to building an empire. I mean, the list goes on of how many great books out there, relevant people that are actually doing, you know, doing the business, you know? And so I think that that's probably the place where I like to start is giving them the tools to educate themselves first and get themselves in a position where, 
you know, they see the value of the industry and they believe in what they're doing. Because of my parents doing network marketing, I didn't question the industry. Their people made millions of dollars. I watch people drive motorhomes that cost more than people's homes. You oh, know, yeah. my my parents weren't one of them, but they're driving a Prevost bus. You know, that's a half a million dollar vehicle. That's just that's a recreation vehicle. You know what I mean? That's 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 their good time vehicle. You know, I'm like my this is. Uh, you know, so the belief system was there. I just got to get other people's belief system up. And you can do that with testimonials. You can do that through books, through audios, through videos, shows like yours. You know, getting a chance to listen to people that you've interviewed over the years that, you know, sell that new person out to, hey, look, this is the industry, you know, of, of the future. So somebody said the other day at GoPro or Most Powerful Women that the company's most valuable asset and product is their people. You just talked about it a little bit. Pick up that phone and dial those people and let them know that they are loved, that they are that they belong in your tribe, that they're safe with you and that they can trust you. That's the most, that particular belief level that your parents had in Amway that you've got with your company, that is what has to carry the day because bad stuff's gonna happen you're going to have a bad attitude at times, but if your people know that they're loved and that they, they belong with you, they can trust you and they're safe with you. They're never leaving you. Are they, Patrick? You know, you're, you're, you're hundred percent true. Look, safety is what all of us are seeking, you know, and, and that's the one thing that you've got to remind them that they're safe with you, that there is an environment for them to grow, that there are people that have come in and have done great things for their life in this opportunity and with the environment that we create. Uh, so to your point, you know, we're, we're transferring our belief to other people. And, you know, and that's why I think as a network professional, uh, all of us that are listening, you know, you've got to continue to pour into you. You know, I know the people at the top of this game, they're not done. You know, they're, they're, their knife is going to continue to be sharpened because they see the value of, you know, making sure that they're always elevating their game and showing people what's possible. But, you know, I think there's so many people that, are lost in the world that we live in today. You know, I think there's, there's a broken education. I think there's a lot of challenges that the world that we're all facing, COVID turned the world upside down. I mean, how many people lost their careers based on something outside of their control? This industry continued to grow in, in the most difficult time in the modern world. So let me ask you a question that you're gonna to find to be quite odd. How is it, do you guys train so much in-house that when you showed up in Clubhouse and people like Paul Capozio and all these people are fawning all over you like you're the absolute next best thing to an ice cream cone. I don't even know what I was going to say. <laughs> how on earth had I never heard of you and how had you never heard of me? I mean, we both looked at each other virtually like, who the hell is this guy? Do you guys do so much training in-house that you don't do a bunch of exterior stuff or did we just pass each other in the night and not get to know each other. Yeah, I, I've never participated in anything outside of, you know, internal opportunities, you know, and just because of the, the depth of leadership that it's around me and the amount of, you know, success that I've already had around us. So I, I think a lot of our, you know, culture, if you will, is just, you know, within within our house, you know, so I think that's probably why, you know, if there was, a, if, if I would have went to any of these events, I knew we would eventually found each other just as, you know, two magnets attract, you know, we would have been able to like, what are we doing? Why don't we know each other? You know, how is that? We're not, we're not, you know, doing what we're doing here today together. I swear to you, when I listened to everybody talk about you that day and I'm just looking at it going, Michelle Eldridge, I mean, these people were fawning over him and I went, who is this guy? I could not believe that somebody had lived under my radar and I'm sure there's a million of you, but it's just unbelievable to me. And this profession, Patrick, needs your message. And I know that you guys have it all locked up and tight in the whole shot. So, you know, you do it internally, but I am begging you to take patrickmazer.com and let the world have a little bit of your light because you've got some wisdom. You've got a way about you. You've got a resume that is really, really impressive. And, you know, you were on The Apprentice twice. I mean, you've done some crazy cool stuff. Been in Success Magazine so many times, Success at Home, all that stuff. Please let the world see your light. Uh, how do people find you? PatrickMazer.com or do you have a better way? 
easiest way, you know, and I'm on all the social channels and, you know, I love Clubhouse because we got the chance to meet there and it's probably the only social app that I didn't want to get on. I didn't want to have anything to do with, I thought it was a networking company. People kept on sending me, you know, join, join, join. I'm thinking, I, I don't want to join anything else. I'm doing up in enough stuff already. Uh, but that, you know, that, that platform, I think for our industry, I mean, Tom, could you imagine starting day one with, with what uh, with Adrian said, driving Uber on Clubhouse, working network marketing. I mean, with our, with what we know today, it's almost like we were on a horse delivering mail and they just showed us a car and we're like, what are, what are we been doing? This is, this is insanity. Yeah. And you, and yet you hear from people, well, that sounds like too much work. I wanted to say, you know, what's work jamming a whole bunch of cassette tapes into your mailbox to the point that that was overflowing and having the postmaster general send a guy over with a gun to tell you to stop doing it. That's work. And you know, they threw all my tapes away, which was all my money. That's work. This is yeah. nothing. Yeah, you're right. Driving, driving three hours for the no, instead of clicking on a zoom link to get the no. Amen. You know, I mean, you know, this is uh it looks sometimes easier isn't better in the sense that you don't appreciate it. You know, we, we appreciate it because we have something to compare it to. That's why immigrants get rich in America. As they look at us like, you know, you're, you're complaining about the, you know, the, the kind of ice cream at Disney right now. The rich, spoiled, fat kid, you know, instead of, do you realize what you got? There's money on the ground in this country. Yeah. I, I loved what you said just about the the opportunity that exists now and you know, it, thinking about the tools that are out there, thinking about the platforms that are out there, you know, if you, if you had to just walk away from it all and, you know, like undercover billionaire style, you got to go and start completely from scratch. Nobody knows who you are. You know, what, what would be your plan of attack to go and build from the ground floor up? Well, you know, I think today, again, you know, uh, you know, with the pandemic here, I think people are a little still freaked out to meet you. You know what I mean? I think there's still a little bit of weirdness happening in the world, at least from my experience. Uh, you know, so I think I'd probably shy away from that direct contact of trying to go grab people, you know, just out naturally as we would in the past. Uh, I would just go full into uh, into social media and I would just go full into, you know, looking for people that, you know, had their hand up in a room, especially in rooms like Clubhouse, where they're there because they're looking. It's almost like we walked into a coffee shop and saw 10 people reading Think and Grow Rich. Where would you go sit? You know what I mean? Yeah. You're my tribe. Like, hey, we just haven't, we're friends yet. We just, we're friends that haven't met yet. So I think that those type of things, you know, and, and Tom, I know you've probably seen it yourself. It's, it's just unhurt. It's unbelievable. And they're there because they're in wanting of something, you know, they're looking for information. And that's how all of us found this industry is, you know, we were seeking, you know, and the good book says, you know, seeking you shall find. And, you know, they're, they're, they're in a room with their hand up saying, Hey, I'd like to go do something. I just don't know what that is. I think that's it. That's so true. And, and I, it, you know, it's an amazing, uh, I think that's a perfect way to put it, right? It's like, it's a coffee shop full of all of the right people because the coffee shop, the name of the coffee shop is, the yeah. Hill coffee shop or whatever. Uh, right. Or, or uh, manifestation room. Right. All right. Well, you're not manifesting negative stuff. So I need to meet you because you're trying to bring good stuff into your life and you've manifested me. Here I am. I'm knocking on, knocking on the door, let me in. So I, I think I would go full in on the social media. I like Tom's idea. I would, I would do Uber only to meet people, you know, and I would probably hang out at the airport because you'd catch the ones flying in and out, which meant they had money and they weren't going you know, down the street to see mom, they were coming in to do some sort of business. And, you know, that would probably be where I would do my, you know, day-to-day -day personal peaking, if you will. And then, you know, clubhouse in, in the meantime and bring everybody onto a Zoom. Your car in this day and age is a rolling office anyway. Yeah. I mean, everything is there. And so those that want to can and will, those that don't want to are going to figure out a way to not do the work necessary. But, You've got a lot of time left. How old are you? Uh, I just had my 50th birthday. Yeah, so I'm 69. So just assume that you're going to work until my age. So that's 19 more years. So what do you? What does your life look like? What do you want to? What do you want it to look like over the next two decades? 
you know, I, I, uh, I really, you know, look up to the Jim Rohns and the, you know, the people that went before us. I mentioned Dexter, Bill Britt, you know, the, the list goes on of iconic people, uh, Mark Hughes. I mean, who really, even to today, I mean, you think about Jim Rohn, you know, people, people listen to his, they have no idea he was an Herbalife rep. They have no idea that audience of people he's talking to or a bunch of Herbalife independent, you know what I mean? And so I just see that to be a, 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 a vehicle uh, that I'm in to, to number one, you know, give hope till the very end, you know, give people that hope that, Hey, look, there is an opportunity. If you messed up in the past, no, we don't care. You know, if you, if yeah. you made some mistakes, matter of fact, we appreciate that. You know, we appreciate people that yeah, have been beat up a little bit in life. And when they, and they find us, you know, we're sort of like, uh, I'd like to tell the, uh, uh, you know, that that beacon of light, you know, almost like the Statue of Liberty. What do they say? Bring me your your beat up. Bring me your, you know, misunderstood or whatever that looks like. So I think that, you know, I want to contribute to the end. And I can't think of a better way, even though I have other businesses that I do. There's no gratification. I can't take anyone with me. It's not a, hey, there's a bunch of presidents at the top of this company. You know, it's, it's not network marketing. It's bring as many as you want. There's never going to be, you know, too many at the top. There's there's room for everybody. And I think I think it's, you know, network marketing's time is now coming. All right. Let's take another little break and we'll get the heck out of here. So we're taking a break right now. This is the Network Marketing Leadership Show. You guys have to go to his website and take a look at this kid. He is a beast. I love him. And we'll be back right after this. All right. That was awesome, Patrick. I love that. Yeah. Uh, great. Thank you guys. You were talking about this, you know, that there's, there's people in your business that it took you five years of following up with them to, you know, before they were ready to really take action. How did, you know, what, how, what changed and what, what's the process that you recommend for somebody who is trying to build a business? They're trying to kind of be patient and play the long game. You know, what's, what's the, your secret to success there, Patrick? I think there's people that you meet that you know would be great if they said yes. Those people have to go in your database. That's the, I've done networking in the past. Maybe didn't have a lot of success. I'm an independent business owner. Those are the people that I continue to follow up with and just let them know I'm here. And, and more of the, you know, create the friendship. People don't care how much you know, do they know how much you care. Yep. And so I think it's that constant, hey, buddy, good to hear your voice. I know you're killing it and everything's great. I just want to check in with you. You know, we've got some new developments. If you ever want to take a second look, you know, there's always a home for you here. And I think that that is just that, you know, time brings respect. Time brings credibility. You know, did I want to make a million dollars my first year in network marketing? Absolutely. You know, what did that happen? Absolutely not. And for anybody that it did happen for, be shocked and surprised because that's not normal. You know, this is a business like any other business. You're going to go down before you go up. You're going to invest time. You know, I used to tell people when I started, and this is probably within my first year, people used to say, how much money are you making? I said, you wouldn't even believe me if I told you. People always assume that meant I made a lot of money. What I what I really meant was you wouldn't believe somebody would work this hard for this little. Yeah. Yep. That, that I'm working 20 hours a day and I'm making nothing for doing it. But like Michael Jordan throwing three throws in high school over and over and over and over and over and over again, eventually they're going to pay me millions for that same three throw. So, you know, I just think that, you know, the industry had really allowed for me to continue to stay in front of people and look, everything changes in everybody's life. You just got to be there when the change happens. Yeah. I, I love that. And I think, you know, being really intentional about who you know, this, these are the people who I, I really need to invest in building a relationship with. And I don't know, you know, they may never join my business, but I, you know, they're somebody that I respect. They're somebody that I appreciate anyway. And if, if something ever changes, I want to make sure that they're not, that I don't wake up one day and see that they join some other leg in my company or some other company. I want to make certain that they join. I, my feeling was always is, I don't care if you say no. I just want to make sure if you ever say yes, you say yes to me, right? So you can say no to me, but if you ever say yes, I want you to say yes here and not to somebody else. Oh, somebody write that quote down. That is yeah, that's exactly it. That's it. 
That's exactly what we stand for because it's always no for now. And the timing's got to be right. It's got to be the perfect storm. And all of a sudden, kabam, you are in and you are rolling. So that was profound. That's exactly right. And, and to do that, that's why contact mapping exists is to give you a way that, you know, how many, you know, you have 20 or 30 people that are like that for you. You need something that's going to remind you every three months or six months to touch base with them and having something that keeps you organized, that remembers their kids' names for you and all that sort of thing makes all the difference. So go to contactmapping.com slash free, check it out. And we're coming back to the show. And we're back. It's the final segment. We have got Pat Mazur here and he is the man. And I want you guys all to go to his website, take a look at who he is, take a look at how he does things. He even talks about his private business receptions in a little video on his website. And, you know, whether you do those virtually or whether you do them in person, do them. The name of the game is activity. And he or she who talks to the most people wins, not at the most people, sending all this garbage out thinking that somebody's just going to become a millionaire in your business because you sent them something and didn't remember them, remember them, remember them, ask is suicide. And what he does real, real well with this completely calm demeanor of his is he lets people know they're important. And what about your leaders, Patrick? Do you, you know, you've got the guy in New York City, you've got the various big legs, big people that you've had all over the world. Now that they're successful, do you ignore them or do you absolutely remember how great they are, how much money they've made you, and you make them realize they're the most important people in the world? Which of those two do you do? Yeah, I I, uh, I honor those people. Yeah. I'm, I'm grateful. It's it's a it's an honor to be working side by side with them, and uh, you know I continue to mastermind with them. I continue to do weekly you know events uh, where we get together and you know share ideas and. Things that, you know, look, we, we haven't cornered the market on good ideas. You know, there's there's always going to be more things that are going to come. And usually they come from other people. I mean, I'm, I'm a master of R&D, you know, rob and duplicate, you know, <laughs> take, take take somebody else's, you know, great. I mean, Burger King didn't come up with the concept. So at the end of the day, it's like I, I like to, to, to find what's working. And, you know, and because we're in a fluid type world right now, yesterday's ideas are, are not relevant today. You know, it's, it's, it's a constant shifting of, of things that we're doing and, and, and really trying to catch the edge, you know, and always being just a little bit out there, if you will, when it comes to, you know, to skill set and doing something a little different. So where do you think this profession is headed? I mean, over the- It's gonna explode. It's gonna explode. People that, you know, guys like you, Tom, that have been there, done it, you know, we're benefiting from, being able to witness the next big explosion in this industry. Look, it's it's going into the gig economy. No company wants a W-2 employee. You go talk to any major company, you know what they tell you? I don't want an employee anymore. I want a 1099 independent. Look at all the, I mean, every single major corporation in the world right now is trying to figure out a way to get 1099 people to do the work. Uh, we're, 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 and now they, the human population has figured out they can work from home. Now that question no longer exists in their mind. I can work from home. I had a six or eight month experiment. I was able to do it. I like it. it I can do it. Now they have that out of their way. Now they got a taste of working from home. Now you have an entire, wait till they go back to traffic and go back to lines and go back to Starbucks and go back, wait till, you know what I mean? They go back to that reality of like, man, I thought I hated it before. Now you gave me something to compare it to. You know, I, I didn't know that a, a bus was bad until I rode in a private jet, you know, <laughs> and then put me back on the bus. It's like, oh, no, no, no. I like, I like that other vehicle a lot better. So we're, we're, we're coming to a time that I believe will be the greatest time this industry ever seen. I mean, look, 170,000 people registered for an event. I mean, can you, I mean, Tom, I mean, you're talking, you know, 10 stadiums. I mean, these are things that we've never experienced in our life. And, you know, and, and again, I just think the next generation coming through they're you know, they're, they're looking at us saying, I want freedom and freedom doesn't mean a Rolls Royce. Freedom means all my bills are paid and I get to do what I want. Yeah. The minute you have more money than you have month, you are completely on your way. Yeah. Now, do you know Kyle Wilson? Uh, how do I know that name? How about Sean Murphy? I, I think I know Sean. How about Larry and Taylor Thompson? Uh, oh, well, let me see. You know, this guy, this I, I wore his tape out. 
That guy. Yeah. That, how about, that, wait a second. How about Lisa Grossman? You know her? Yeah, I sure do. Absolutely. They're all in your town. I'm yeah. gonna, these people need to yeah. know you because you, we're yeah. going to put some light on you, you little hider. Yeah. Yeah. So the name of the game is get you out there. I mean, Thank we, you. the profession needs you, whether you want to help us or not. There's an association out there called the ANMP, which is uh, the Association of Network Marketing Professionals. We're going to get you involved with that. And I am telling you one thing right now. You can't hide forever inside of that one company. You've got to change the world with us. So we're going to put you to work, Patrick, because we love you, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. And I actually, so for the radio folks, uh, Patrick's name is maybe not how you would assume it is spelled. And I want you to really go and check out what he's doing. So his last name is M-A-S-E-R. So Patrick Mazer, M-A-S-E-R.com. You got to go pay attention to what this guy's doing because there is a lot to, to learn from here and it's there for you. So you got to go check it out. And Adrian was being polite because he's really saying my dad spelled it wrong on the internet and he, <laughs> I, <ordered. laughs> I didn't even catch it. That's yeah, funny. I spelled it. That's why I, when I saw that stream across the bottom. I went to, I, I whispered to Adrian because I knew that he knew I had not done it because he's smart and I'm not, but spell it the way Adrian spelled it. Laser like laser. Yeah. <laughs> know that, you know, that every one of you can be him. All you got to do is have that gift of desperation and believe it. And mm -hmm. next is Alan Newell. Talk about him a little bit. Yeah, I mean, unbelievable guy, huge pedigree, was instrumental in Lone Star Steakhouse back in the day, jumped full into network marketing, has been hugely successful in that space, and just a really, really cool human being. And so he's our guest next week on the show. Another guy that was really a big connection through Clubhouse or, or at least a reconnection through Clubhouse. And uh, isn't that cool how the world just kind of keeps bringing amazing people up and, and uh, connecting us together, right? Paul Capozio, we got to get him on. In the name of the game, all of you, if you know somebody that should be on our show, please let us know. If you want to be on the show, please let us know. But no matter what, go out there today and take what you learn and suspend your disbelief or your cynicism, your resignation or your despair and get in the game because it's worth it. We'll see you all next week. Thanks a million, Patrick. We love you. I love you guys. Thank you. It's been an yeah. honor. You are one cool dude. I can't believe Yeah, You just have such a great demeanor. I mean, you just sit back. You knew exactly what was going to come out of your mouth. You didn't let us hijack you with any questions. We love you. That was that was great. Well, I thank you for all you do. And, you know, just I truly believe what I said, though. You know, we're, we're coming into an age. I look at, uh, you know, I look at the, you know, uh, different industries that, you know, had their time, if you will. And, uh, you know, we are definitely on ours for sure. This is this is going to be our our time if like none other. We'll hook you up with some people in Dallas to talk to so you guys can elevate it. Yeah, that's Perfect. great. And, that, and Larry and Taylor, don't you just love them? Man, I'll tell you what, Larry, uh, I got his tape, Millionaire Training 1 and 2. Uh, I'll never forget this. Uh, the guy that gave it to me said, I won't join your team, but I'm going to give you something better than me joining. And he gave me the uh, Millionaire 1 and 2. And I, and, and I can literally say verbatim every word that he says. When I read the book, it's basically the audio on the book version. Yeah. You know, inflection, the whole nine yards. But uh, yeah, Larry, you've been with me for many, many years. You know, he was definitely a, uh, a foundational leader in my in my uh, in my development. Well, we love you. You have. Thank you so much for listening to the show. You can get a lot more content like this going to contactmapping.com.